Tech Talk, hurricanes on the line. We always looking for a QB to drop some dime. We talking to you with Sebastian Lane. Only scouting five star players to impact the game. The whole point is to make a run for the ship. Throwing bones, whether we at home or on a trip. What we want, blue chips. Or a beast in the middle of that defense to make a hit or flip. When they try to come through the eight gap without plot, you can bet whoever got the rock face gets slapped. You know that you only bring in the fastest. Bonafide athletes that can catch it or pass it. Electrifying talent that can take you to the house. Coming for the top dogs on the coast and in the south. So if you think you know the game, get your talk on. And if you ain't riding with the canes, go ahead and get your walk. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane And scouting the recruits that can really bang Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane And scouting the recruits that can really bang Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Sebastian Lane. Here with Dave, my co-host, Sub Rasta. Um, to be another episode for this week. Bringing another guest on here in a second. Another guy from Louisiana, which seems like, you know, we're digging into a little more. Um, and I don't mind it, you know. I've always said the closest thing I've ever seen to Miami, South Florida, is the boot, um, as far as, like, culture and, you know, the, just the 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 lifestyle, you know, obviously being out there the swamp, we got Everglades down here, hot as hell. Um, it's raining twenty four seven, storms. So um obviously we're digging more into Louisiana as we got two coordinators like you brought up before. So um we're gonna bring another guy on from the booth. He should be joining us here in a minute, hopefully about five minutes or so. So um after that, once we get them off, we'll kind of chop it up because he plays wide receiver. So we'll chop it up, um, talk our receiver class, 24 receiver class, and just kind of some guys that are in it. Um, obviously, we're not done at that position as we would like to take four. So we're going to talk, talk about that a little more and, you know, hopefully get this ball rolling. How you doing tonight, D? What's going on, bro? I'm good. I'm good, man. The day got better as it went. Woke up this morning to no water in the house which is always great. Yeah, I told the wife, hey, it's your month to pay the bill. What happened? So uh, <laughs> that old water main break uh, on over a couple streets. So uh, they got oh, that Lord. going and everything. So that just made me hurry up and get out the house, man. She was working at home today, a woman in the house, no water. Uh, I got out of here. So yeah, I'm, but, uh, man, I'm good. I'm good, man. Just uh, kind of reiterate what you said about Louisiana, man. Love the love that area, love the recruiting down there, love the talent down there. And now we're starting to really get a foothold. Uh, in that state with some recruits as well as a few staff members, you know, and uh, we'll kind of talk about that a little bit as well. So uh, excited to have our guest on tonight. And uh, I think everybody's going to enjoy the interview. And, uh, you know, as this 25 class continues to grow, uh, a lot, a lot of deep talent, man. We keep telling y'all, and I'm telling you, well, we went lie to you about recruiting. You need to check out some of these 25 cats. I got you. He's actually uh, backstage right now. So I'm going right. to go ahead and get ready to bring him on. Um, so we can get this over with and chop it up with him. What's good, bro? You can hear us? Yes, sir. I can hear you. All right, man. We appreciate you, you know, for joining us, giving us your time tonight. Real quick, go ahead, introduce yourself. Let them know who you are, where you're from, what position you play, what class you're in. Okay, my name is Philip Wright III. I play receiver. I'm in the class of 2025, and I attend Destrian High School, where I play football and also run track. I got you, man. I see all the medals back there. I know that ain't come from just football. <laughs> Yeah. 
So you got a nickname, man. What's what's uh what's the nickname? No, they call me Flash Ron where I'm from. So since since I've been small, you know, I always been like the fastest in my age group and you know it started off from my one of my family members calling me that and after that it's just everybody stopped calling me. So <laughs> I got it. I was actually gonna ask you how'd you get that? So I watched a highlight tape earlier. Um you're quick, like you're you got that little phone boost like type burst. Yes. Where like where does that come from? Mom, dad run track, you know, athletic it's, background. Where does that come from? It's a I really have an athletic background. Um my my dad played football, track and basketball. My mom also ran track and and basketball too. So most of my family members are athletic and fast. Yeah, yeah, much of a much of an option now. Nah. So, watching your game, you remind me of a certain player. I'm gonna hold off real quick. I want to know who do you like model your game after? Who do you watch? You know, like to learn to you know kind of see what moves to, to you know get off some of these maybe these pro athletes you grow with. Who yeah. who do you model your game after? So, you know, um, growing up. I have a cousin, Dante Jackson, that attended LSU and now mm-hmm. plays for the Carolina Panthers. That's my cousin. So growing up, you know, I used to always watch him because he used to be on TV a lot and people used to always talk about him. So I, that was one of the people I took him from. In the in the league right now, I look at Tyreek Hill because he's fast. <laughs> I look at D-Hop because of how he could get off the ball, how he could get open separation and also Devontae Adams, how he could get off the line with crazy releases and things like that. Yeah, I, I'm a little older. I'm a little old school here as far as the other side of the screen. But uh, come on, like watching your tape, you remind me of like Dante Hall, a.k.a. Joystick, because okay. you get like a little area, man. There's three, four dudes around you. And all of a sudden, I just see you coming out the pile and, and it ain't always going forward. But that, that's exactly what reminds me to punt returns, kick returns, like you do it all. So, yes. you know, that's what I kind of see. And I mean, obviously, I can see Tyreek Hill, because, you, you know, what, 5'11, I think. I think Tyreek's obviously a little smaller, but, you know, you're not the long, tall guys. So you got that, you know, that smaller size, which is what's going to yeah. help you having that quick burst. But it's like a lot of people, when they watch a receiver, they look and they're like, oh, man, he's a smaller dude. You, they may say that about you, but you got some physicality to you. Like, I was watching yeah. you block dudes downfield. Pretty, like, impressive for a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, is that something you like to do? I know we like to go catch. I get that. But, like, do you like to kind of drive a DB back or blindside a, a linebacker every once in a while? Like, Yes. I, you, you do that well. I, I like to do it, especially if I <laughs> see my teammates running up the field and them scoring too, like, I'm a I'm a real big team player too. I'm not just all for myself. So yeah. like it's anything to help my team. If I gotta block somebody a hundred yards down the field, I try my best to block them hundred yards down the field. Yeah, no, I definitely I agree. So what what's like your your like training? Like do you seven oh seven guy, do you have your own personal trainer? What what do you do to, to work on your game? No, I really have a little bit of everything. I have seven oh seven, I have a couple of my personal trainers. I have, a, um, I have a couple of my personal trainers, you know, running track. So 
I work out mainly when the off season come in the mornings I work out for track like at nine in the morning. And later that day I go to football training. But in season I try to get at least two sessions a week to keep my you know, my engine rolling and ready just, you know, checking on my yeah. I gotcha. So coming off the of sophomore season where you guys went fifteen and oh state title, junior year is getting ready to start. Um how do you guys capitalize, you know, like how do y'all improve? I mean, fifteen and oh, I mean, it, it's kind of everything yeah. you want, right? Yes, what are you guys working towards this year, you know, on building off of that? You know, really we just trying to get better every day we come to practice every day you know some some days like the last few days has been very hot and some people have have been like shut down and but we uh just go out with shorts and uh the jersey to make sure we put in work so it's we mainly just been putting in work to try to keep keep it up because you know coming off that season you don't want to let nobody down you want to keep going up the ladder so that's all we doing we working on our chemistry with each other to get better. Gotcha. We're working on every part of the game so we can at least try to go back. I gotcha. So, you know, you're out of Louisiana, which produces a ton of talent. You guys are getting ready to start your season. Is there anybody in, like, national names that you guys are playing or somebody that's in-state that you have circled, like, I want that game the most? Is there any opponent you're looking forward to? Uh, so we got two during the regular season. We have our rivals, East St. John, and also Hanville. You know, because around those games, around those weeks, that's when the when everything comes out. Everybody comes to those games. Everybody attend those games. So you have to show up and show out. But during the playoffs, you know, it's, it's anybody. So you just have to be ready to play. I got you, man. So – being a receiver, you played a little corner. That's obviously your secondary position if you need to play it. What is your favorite route to run? Uh, really, I like running a go. Nine times <laughs> out of ten, if I run a go, you can't you can't guard me. But I also like running like I like running digs too, cause I I could fake somebody out so fast. And like you think I'm running to go, but I just cut. So yeah. those are really my favorite too, coming across the field and throwing the ball over my head so I could catch it. Because if you play me, man, I, it's over. <laughs> so you looking at your your track numbers, you know, as a freshman, you broke some records. You, you, know, you just finished your sophomore year, obviously you're for your junior year now. You have some pre-Olympic type numbers in those yes. hundreds, two hundreds. Do you know your 40 by chance at all? My laser 40 was a 438. Yeah, that's yeah. I was looking at those those hundreds and I was I was trying to chop them down and that's I, I was at that four four like real low four four because it running a four three laser, I don't care if it's four three nine, nine or what, that that's tough. I mean you're you see some guys in NFL drafts, like they don't barely run yeah. that. Right. So um Going into this year, you know, your offer list is already nice. Is there an offer that you don't have currently that you would like to get at least the season, next season, just before you make your 
you know, signing day. Uh, as of right now, I, I really don't. I'm just, I'm just taking it all in, taking what I could get right now. And as the schools come in, I search up the schools. I search them up for the good and also for the bad. So to see what's better for me. Um, and I'm just grinding and until I see the school that really puts more like effort and wanting to get me. And yeah, so that's really it. I don't blame you, man. Take this whole moment in and enjoy it because it, it goes by like that. Yeah. So you're going to be walking across the straight stage, graduating. Mama going to be crying. My baby get ready to go off. It, it, it's going to be here before you even know it, I promise. Yeah. So I'm going to pass it to my co-host, man. Let me chop it up with you. Nia. Pass it back to me. So by your recruitment, obviously you've got a long road ahead of you. It's going to get crazier and crazier. Uh, looking at your offer list, you see, you know, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Penn State. There's a lot of, a lot, a lot of nice offers on there. Do you remember who your first offer was? Miami. Okay. Um, you that was about a year ago, and I know when you received that offer, I saw mentioned to Coach Stephen Field, and I know I'm a big fan of Coach Field. I know my co-host is as well. Can you kind of just talk to us about that Miami offer a little bit, sort of? how it came about was it just did they see film were you familiar with them from something else and kind of what you know when you got it and all that sort of thing okay so actually we was on the road we was coming from maybe mississippi or atlanta and my coach called me while we was on the road and he told me i got the offer but he told me i got the offer because uh, I believe it was Coach Fields, but if it, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But it was one of the coaches. They came to the school and they wanted to offer me after they seen like all my times and how fast I was. And and my coach was like, um, even though he ain't played down the varsity football yet, because I was still a freshman then. So mm. even though I ain't played down the football yet, varsity football yet, and he was like, yes, he he's gonna be an amazing player and. And you can see now that I'm growing since my freshman year. So I really appreciate them taking their time out to off me and trust trusting me during this process. Yeah. When, when are you going to make a trip to Miami? Are we go, uh, right now we are picking the game that we want to go to. Okay. Um, maybe we will go in October for one of the games, but we're definitely going out there. Okay. Have you have you communicated at all with uh, Coach Beard, the wide receiver coach? Yes, I I've been communicating ever since um, colleges was able to reach out to twenty fives. Mm-hmm. Everybody from Miami coaches have, have been hitting me up, so I talk to them every other day. You know, so I got they got me in the group chat with all the coaches. So okay, I'm able okay. to talk to all of them. Love it. Um, so obviously, you know, we know what you do on offense, uh, you know, special teams as well, uh, kick returns and that sort of thing. But like you said, you know, you do have a little secondary thing going on. I saw a scouting report where they actually labeled you as an athlete because they thought you had, you know, a lot of potential, uh, on the other side of the football. Are you strictly going to focus on the wide receiver spot or is there a shot? Is there a future on the secondary at all? Um, so right now with my team, I'm playing a little bit of running back slot. I've been, you know, outside too. Mm-hmm. And on, I'll also be on defense if they need me. So 
you know, I want to be on offense as much as I can to show what I could do with the ball. But if I have to go on that defensive side, I show them I know how to hit too. I ain't scared. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not scared, but I think offense is a very good idea. Uh, I have no doubt that you could do either one. You could even do both. But your explosiveness on offense is just yes. – the second and none. So uh, you touched a little bit on, on some height and weight and things like that. Can you just verify your exact measurables for me? Uh, I'm I'm six foot now and I'm 165. Okay, cool. Um, so Miami is starting to get into Louisiana. And mm-hmm. like my co-host said, you know, we're big fans of the talent down there. Uh, it's been going on for a long time. And now we're kind of getting our foot in the door down there. Not with just recruits. We've got a couple staff members uh, from Louisiana as well. And I was just curious, um, as far as recruits, Kavion Broussard, Dylan Day, Abram Murray, are you familiar with any of those guys at all? Uh, Not really, but I know we probably talked before. Okay. And then um, with you being a wide receiver, offensive coordinator Shannon Dawson uh, yes. from Louisiana, you're familiar with Coach Dawson? Yes. Okay. Is there a relationship there at all? Have you spoke to him or seen him, you know, in passing or anything? Yes. You know, like I said before, uh, I talked, I really talked to all the coaches. There's, okay. I don't think there's one coach that I didn't talk to from Miami. <laughs> okay. I got, I, I got all the numbers saved in my phone. Okay. So, yeah, I talked to all of them, like literally. And we love to hear that. That's kind of their MO when we sort of know that, like, once. You know, if, if a wide receiver coach is recruiting a wide receiver, he's going to hear from everyone, even defensive coaches. And same, yes. you know, the linebacker coach, the wide receiver coach is involved. But to hear that firsthand, mm-hmm. uh, we really like to hear that. So um, kind of like, uh, you know, football, track, all that stuff is good. Uh, but when you're not playing ball, man, you're not on the field, what are you doing? Hobbies, things like that, kind of what are you into? You know, when I'm not on the field – I'm either grinding, either going places uh, to keep my body in shape, keep my body um, injury prone. You know, gotcha. always, always. If I'm not working out, I'm doing some type of recovery. Yeah. So, or I'm with my family. We do things together. Yeah. You know, I'm always, I'm always with my family. So. Okay. Those, okay. The both things I do. Very good deal. Um, last thing for me, and then I'm going to pass it back to my co-host and he'll kind of finish up, but, uh, give you an opportunity, man. Obviously we know you about you, your game, your recruitment, uh, who else on the team, man, we need to know about teammates that we kind of should keep an eye on. No, we got one, one of the best running backs in the state. I believe Shane Lee, you know, he, he's mm-hmm. a dog. Um, mm-hmm. we got, we got one of the best receiving core. In the state, we got Javari Mack, we got Greg Wilford, Johnny Dill, uh, McCollin's mother. So we, we really have six receivers that could do anything with the ball. Okay. You know, the offense is really talented. That's what we've been working on chemistry because, you know, we are, we are young. We really a young team. So that's all we've been working on. So those guys, we're going to make an impact to this, to this game this year and try to make it a repeat. Have you guys been playing together? Like, have you came up together, played together a long time, that sort of thing? Yes. Really, okay. uh, everybody on the team been playing together since they were small. And, okay. Yeah. Sounds like a – sounds like kind of a uh, – sort of a local another team yeah. that we kind of we, – we got around here. So, uh, very cool, man. Glad to hear it. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Ross, I'm going to pass it back to you and let you sign off. 
I got you, man. Just got a few more for you, and we'll get you up out there for the rest of your night. Okay. Um, so, obviously, still early on, you know, in your process and stuff like that. Who, what other schools are you hearing from? Um, you know, could be just, you know, random texts, offers, stuff like that. But who do you hear from outside of Miami, obviously? I'm hearing a lot from Georgia Tech, LSU, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, um, Cincinnati, and a few more. But those are like the main. I got you. I got you. So, you know, obviously still two years away and stuff like that. But is there anything that you're looking for in the school, you know, maybe education, um, you know, I know a lot of kids bring up the 40 year plan, you know, outside of football, stuff like that. What's going to help you decide on a school? You know, what's like one of your determinant factors? Like you say, education is one of them because my mom always, she wanted me to go to a school that could, I could get my degree at the end. Uh, she wanted me to go to a school where I could feel home and that she trusts that could take care of me when, when I'm going. Um, you know, things outside of football, not just football. So really, really things that could benefit me and my family at the end of the day. Gotcha. So, you know, getting ready to kind of take visits this year, um, you know, I'm pretty sure your schedule, you try to figure a lot of it out, like you said, even Miami. Um, when you take these trips, it, who you, you know, you're going with the team, mom, dad, you know, coaches, who, who's kind of in your corner helping you through these processes? Uh, one of my coaches, Coach Robbie Green, he, uh, he, uh, he going to always be there. Uh, my mom and dad, they going to always be there. And a couple of my uncles that, that's always telling me what's right, what's wrong. They always telling me things that I could do to better myself and and stay out of trouble and stay in my books and all those things. So the people who's always on my side that have been with me since I've been growing up, they've been leading me down the right path. I got you. So I know, is it, will this be your first time ever visiting Miami? Like ever, even the city? Yeah, it's not, yes, well, no, I've been to Miami before. I've just never been to the University of Miami. And gotcha. it's going to be my first time going to the school, obviously. Um, and, you know, it was my first time be, to be able to talk to all these coaches right. when they was able to talk to me. So I can't wait to experience it. Yeah, I had um, – or we had another guy on, I think, literally like the day after August 1st, you know, and they were able to actually hit you guys up. Asked them how was that moment. What was that like for you? Um, you know, obviously, finally getting to be able to get a message, and all of a sudden you start getting blown up at like midnight. You're trying to go to bed, you know, practice the next day or whatever. What was that like for you or your family? You know, what was that moment like for you guys? You know, at first it started off a little slow. I was like a couple, like two or three coaches uh, text me. But I see like at 12, 30, that's when my phone started going crazy. Coaches calling me, texting me, all these, like, it was crazy. Um, and, like, my head coach, Coach Scott, he told me and my family, like, this stuff going to come fast. And my mom said it every day. Like, she didn't, she didn't believe it at first. And now it's here. It's coming fast. And all the coaches was able to text me and talk to me. It was a good experience. I had fun with it. And now I'm able to learn these coaches and 
and talk to them and chop it up to you know gotcha. it's yeah, gonna get like, faster it's gonna get yeah. faster yeah we, we told the young man on the on the show that night like <laughs> this from that moment yeah. to the next summer stuff i mean your phone's gonna go nuts you're gonna hear from yeah. yes coaches visit stuff but the major difference from that like a couple weeks ago to your senior year because a lot of people commit and then like roster slots stuff it's going to go from 90 to like 45 50 you know because everybody's kind of shrinking and, and you're going to probably slim your schools down and stuff like that so enjoy this moment man i promise you it's a once in a lifetime thing i know the portal is now a thing but it's nothing like this nothing like the recruiting process taking all these visits over time so enjoy it get all the free gear free food everything enjoy this man um if you ever need anything from us you want to come on use this platform for anything feel free hit one of us up anytime man we'll bring you on uh, we will be chopping up with you throughout this whole process um so and just checking on you see how everything is going and um yeah man before you get up out of here let people know where to follow you on twitter instagram um shout yourself out so they can follow your recruitment for you like with you okay thank you uh my instagram is underscore P-H-I-L-L-Y-2-X. Um, my Twitter is Lafilly, L-A-A-P-H-I-L-L-Y-Y. I got you, man. You have a good night, man. Best of luck on your season this year. Hope you guys go kill it and win another state. I know that's probably the goal. So yes, sir. You know, we'll be watching and tune in for sure, man. Have a good night, buddy. All right. Good night. Thank you, guys. Thank yes, you. Sir. All right. That was 2025. Strahan, I think is how they say it. Um, hi, I know you said it at the beginning, so you, they can go back and watch the show and correct it. Um, but wide receiver out of New Orleans. No, he's not out of New Orleans. He's out by New Orleans, uh, Louisiana. Philip Wright, fast, speedy, track guy, um, state title. As, like, I, like I said, man, like I was watching his clips, 15-0 and 0 last year. And his team just dominates, bro. Um so like if you if you haven't seen his um film and stuff, definitely go check it out. He's um he's a blazer. He's yeah. Yeah. Um, he's it, physical, bro. That's it, what I like about the game. It's 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 amazing because I have to keep reminding myself and anybody watching this, you need to rem- these are twenty five recruits. Like he was yeah, you know, we're so we're so wrapped up in this twenty four class. These are 20 class of 25 he's got time to grow time to get faster he's already at a very high three star you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he's gonna i mean that four star you might as well go ahead and throw it his way and he like he said, yeah and then when you look at his speed i mean like he said of you know four three eight forty you know what i'm saying he's still got a couple of years man to continue to grow and, and i think it's interesting too you know he mentions he's six foot tall but he's still got a couple of years his whole game could change. He keeps that speed and continues to grow. We've seen these kids hit these growth spurts. He could end up being one of the bigger, you know, physical yeah. receivers. You mentioned his physicality, you know, early mm-hmm. on, and that could come in handy if he continues to grow. So that's why I, I really enjoy talking to the 25 uh, class mm-hmm. because they're so – we've mentioned this, how talented, how deep that class is. And when you look at these kids and they realize how much time they still got, right, mm-hmm. before they – I mean, at the end, end up on a campus somewhere. Uh, there's a lot of room for growth still, so uh, a lot of good stuff there, man. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I mentioned it last show, a lot of these young men are 
you can definitely tell brought up well. Like very respectful, yeah. very humble. Um, yes. you know, just you could tell mom and dad probably don't play that. You know, they gonna <laughs> be on your head. And yeah. um, but you can you can see it. You know, like I've talked to some some kids, nine to twenty five class. I'm, you know, we've been doing this for almost a decade now, and actually, it has been a decade. But we've been doing this so long. We have seen so many and come across so many kids, man, that are, are rude, disrespectful, uh, just, you yeah. know, and I mean, for whatever reason, I mean, to each his own. But, like, you know, a lot of these 25 guys that we have spoken to so far, that's it, right there is what you get, you know, yeah. very respectful, you know, very. Yeah. And I, what I like is, it, it, like, I, was, I even spoke to this to my wife, man. I was like, the last young man, even this young man, they interview well. Yeah. Like they're, it's like they're prepped. Yeah. You know, whether it's the coaches, whether it's mom and dad, like, hey, you better get ready for it. And I know he said he's got a cousin, you know, that's playing the league. And they could, like, family could have seen, you know, the process, stuff like that. So that, I mean, yeah. I always help. I'm pretty sure you pick up a phone and, and, you know, get any questions and stuff like that answered. But for the, for the fact that every young man has been like that, bro, has been astonishing. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I, I was blown away. Um, you know, very impressed. I like to see, I like to see, for example, I know that this is probably not a big deal. A lot of people, I just kind of pick up on these little things, but I love like that, you know, right there. He mentions his parents and his coach. And he mentions number one, keep your head in your books, staying out mm -hmm. of trouble, you know, this, but then he even mentions about the plan other than football. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's on the same page in his circle. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He he's fortunate enough to have that that support group at home and at school, on the field, sure. off the field, everywhere he goes, somebody's got him, and you, right. you, it it makes a big difference. It really does. No, that's for sure. Shout out to mom and dad. It definitely, hundred percent. And his inner circle, aunties, uncles, you know, cousins, yeah. brother, sister, whatever it is, like coaches, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. for sure. So. Obviously, we just had a wide receiver on. You know, last time we had a corner on, we, we covered corners for the 2024 class. So, we're going to do the same thing this one. We'll talk wide receivers for the 2024 class. Um, you know, we have a couple that's in the class already. I think the magic number's four, you know, as far as how many we want to take, right? We only took two last year. Um, you got Chance Robinson out of St. Thomas Aquinas. And then you also have Jojo, Josiah Strader out of Chaminade. Two prolific, you know, I mean, guys, we were, we wanted badly, you know. Yep. We're in a dog fight, obviously, to get chance. They're still battling to keep him. And obviously, Jojo can go to any school. He's a five-star wide receiver. Um, so, obviously, you have some some dogs in this class already. You're still looking at guys like LeWayne McCoy, Jeremiah Smith, you know, you got Ryan Wingo out there. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if there's maybe one or two other guys that nobody's hurt being, you know, yeah. talked about right now. Yeah. That we're keeping tabs on. And um, if I'm not mistaken, there might be one out of Texas um, that if people knew the name or heard the name, they'll be like, okay, yeah, I know exactly who that is. Um, so when you're looking at this 24 class, right, you know we're about to take four. You could have take three because 25 class, like you just seen and heard from Philip Wright. I mean, that 25 class is elite. I think that, that 25 class might be better on paper depth-wise than the 24 class at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you could take three, you know, if, if 
get a certain guy or whatever it might be. Um, they're not going to take a reach, obviously, with a portal out there and a lot of different things. And we're still – we got a lot of young people, players at that position. What's your take on that? What What is your outlook right now at the wide receiver position? I think you take four. I mean, I think that's – I think that's, that's just it. Especially, you know, you're, you can take – there's really no limit on what you can take as far as that goes. I know you got to stay still under that magic number as far as your scholarship right. numbers and things like that go. But I think you take four. And then, you know, you mentioned the portal a little bit. You know, that's going to come into play. Guys are going to leave. That's just the game. Right. Now, and you kind of got to you got to prepare for that a little bit. So, and, all, and with a new staff, uh, not just a new OC, but new wide receiver coach and in the whole nine, you know, he's got his guys. You know how these how this – uh, coaching goes you know he has his guys he's been recruiting for since eighth grade you know and guys he's had his his eye on and i agree with you i think there's a couple guys in the mix that not really getting talked about a whole lot and that's that's for a reason so you know you got your guys you mentioned jeremiah smith you know ron wingo you know hey yeah all day long uh if, they, if, they, if that's the plan and that happens fantastic but again, you've always got a backup plan, and I think right. I think there's probably a couple guys in the mix that we just don't not hearing a whole lot about right now. Yeah, and I mean, if you go look at a guy like JoJo Trader, right? Mm -hmm. His game, you know, his skill set, we really don't have that right now on this team. Yeah, you know, we got a lot of different weapons, we got a lot of different playmakers. But when you look at JoJo, bro, that that dude is him, you know. And if you know me and you've heard me talk for for the last couple of years covering the 24 class. Jojo Trader is him. He has potential to be a yeah. first round draft pick. Different. You know, it's one of the top wide receivers Different. in the country. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got elite speed. You know, he can jump out the gym, really great route runner. And what I like about him is he's a five-star wide receiver. He could go be a five-star corner. Yeah. He is easy. Absolutely. Like, you've got to get that guy. And yeah. we're fight like obviously teams are still gonna hit them up. You know we're still in that dog fight for them and stuff like that. Duh. So what happens when you're you're a big boy recruiting? Um, but I, I'm I'm glad it's Mario that's him and Coach Beard taking battle there. Um, yeah. You know, and then you got a guy like Chance. I think Chance is is an assassin, bro. Like, yeah. You know, you get a lot of dudes in this class that we hear about, right? Yeah. Rightfully so. Chance goes unappreciated, unappreciated to me. Nobody talks about him a lot. He's just that guy that just flows, you know, goes right through the 24 class. I know he committed earlier, whatever, but there's some teams that are still out there buzzing his phone. You know, his dad has said it before. So getting those type of guys and obviously battling and stuff like that, I think that just ups all wide receiver room. You know, a couple of years ago, Chance is at Florida and JoJo's at Ohio State, you know, but these are the battles that we have to win. Yeah. Yeah. There's I agree. Two guys that I know for a fact we would love to have. LeWayne McCoy, who's committed to Florida State. I know we're talking. I know we're talking heavy. He's visited multiple times. He will be probably at multiple games this year because he lives right down the road. Um, I'm pretty sure he'll be at the Florida State Miami game. I'm pretty sure. I would, I would, I would go ahead. Yeah, I um, And he's another, like, I think he's a guy that he may not get a lot of playing time his freshman year because of his size. You know, he's not a small guy, but 
He's not the big dude. Go put that muscle weight on. Get get stronger, faster. You'll get burned for sure. Hundred percent. You'll get get some playing time. But I don't think obviously he'll be a starter. You know. But I think he can come in and battle. And his mindset stuff. He's not coming in to just sit. I can promise you that. Then, the guy of the the guy, Mr. Jeremiah Smith, JJ. There's not a guy out there like him. I've seen all the comparisons of Amari Cooper and Julio Jones and Calvin Johnson. And <laughs> I hate comparisons because yeah. to me, he's Jeremiah Smith. Yeah. You know, tall, say six three, six four, runs like a gazelle. You know, you know, I would live like watching him play, and I've watched him the past few years. He goes up and high points the ball like nobody else. You're not going to nope. out-jump him. Nope. You know, one-handed catch, you know, diving on the ground. Like, that dude is a beast, right? And obviously, he's committed to Ohio State, number one wide receiver in the country. He's a guy that cannot leave his backyard. Keep chipping away. Keep doing what we're supposed to do. You know, we'll see how it goes. He obviously, just like a lot of other people, you know, Ryan Wingo, same thing. They want to see how Miami looks and does on the field. I can't blame them. 20 plus years of mediocrity. Yeah. You know, and obviously we had the 2017 season where it looked like finally, right? Back to reality. You know, it didn't roll the way we wanted. Some point it's got to get, whether it's this year, next year, whatever. But this offense should explode sure. as long as these wide receivers do what they're supposed to do, you know? And my thing is, when you look at the guys that we have, honestly, you could rotate them insanely because we have we have a lot of depth. It's just a, it's like the cornerback position. We have so many transfers and so many guys that have not peaked to be wide receiver one. But you have so many different guys. I would almost rather have six to seven wide receiver twos than have one wide receiver one. You know, but you've got to have guys that can make plays. You know, your wide you, receivers, your wide receivers are going to be okay. You know why? Because my dude, my trenches, and got we got you. That, we got you. The trenches, man, that. we got you. And we know all this kind of you know goes hand in hand. That offensive line looking all right right now. You know the first five, we you know continue with some depth and things like that. Uh, you got a chance, man. You mentioned that offense. It's got it's got a chance to do something. Everything falls into place. Stay healthy, and again, we've mentioned this on other shows. Something that's going to help recruiting with twenty-five and and with twenty-four and so on and so forth as we go is seeing some of these these twenty-three guys mm-hmm. get that burn and have some success in this offense. You know what I'm saying? And continue continue to improve. And like you said, man, you know we we've dug this hole. It's been twenty years, and you know a lot of Kool Aid passed around. So. We need we need to show it on the field. These, these young men have opportunities. You know what I'm saying? They got opportunities to go other places that are showing it every year. They're in the playoffs every year. They're playing for championships here, and that's what they want to do. So, you know, you yeah. can't blame them for that. But I, I think we've got, I don't know, that Kool Aid tastes a little bit different right now. I'm just gonna be honest with you. And I, I, everything I'm hearing is TBD looks good. Yeah, he feels back 100. And it. It's, like, amazing. Think, it's, it's amazing what you can do when you throw and standing up. Mm-hmm. And it's trying That's to throw, throw from your back or dragging your leg around or whatever. It's amazing but, what you can do with a little bit of time. But seeing him from last year to this year, bro, is yeah. a huge transition. 
Yeah. You know, he went from, I don't call him fat, I'm not going to say that, but it's like, you know, he more so is pushing himself harder in the weight room, you know, at practice, taking extra reps outside of, you know, being with the team and stuff like that, like watching film and, and being with the quarterback coach, which is his OC, yeah. understanding those things, you know, those are going to be huge for him, you know, and yeah. then if you, let's just say you get a guy like Kobe Young who had a insane catch in a uh, – first scrimmage scrimmage then if you can get a guy like ray ray to, to break out you know and do what he does having that weapon or you get a guy like isaiah horton you know finally takes that next step and becomes a, a wide receiver too or you know and you get a guy like he's he's going to have obviously his his bread and butter xavier restrepo right his, mm-hmm. his love, like dude he was leading the nation in receptions before before he got hurt last year you know, so having him back and, and fully healthy, and it looks like he's taking another step of taking the weight room and stuff like that serious. You know, that wide receiver room, I understand, has a lot of question marks, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, there are some dudes in there, right? Like, we talk about it a lot, but there are some guys in that that wide receiver room who can be that guy. I get tired of hearing people say, oh, you know, they don't look right, or oh, this is going wrong. Dude, it's practice. You're gonna make mistakes. You you've got to. It's the only way you learn from it. You know. Yeah. I would be more so afraid if I if we were hearing, oh man, the, the whole entire offense is perfect. Nobody yeah. dropping the pass. Right. Nobody you know, like letting them a sack happen. I would be concerned then because we might have some issues down the road. But hearing, hey, such and such had a drop here. Okay. Well, good. He knows he needs to work on you know getting better with his hands. Okay, well, such and such having a problem getting off the block and, and getting separation. Okay, well, he knows what he needs to do. Coach Beard knows how he needs to get, you know. Those are – it's freaking practice, bro. Like, I'm, and then people are like, oh, well, you know, such and such didn't look good. The O-line didn't look as great. And da 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 tight end. Bro, we're missing three tight ends <laughs> in the scrimmage. Like, dude, like, we were down to scout team. Yeah. Like yeah. come on, people. Like you know, you know, you know what I love to hear? You know what I love to hear as far as when when you're they're interviewing these coaches and these coordinators. One thing that I really like to hear is when they mention they'll mention a player and they say, Hey, you know, he's got the tools. He just he's not doing it every day, every play. He's not consistent. It's it's in the open, it's out in the open. It's not a secret. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, hey, you know, we're gonna tell you this and do something else. It's wide open, but you've got to do it every day, every play, if you're going to be on this field. Talent, yeah. Size, yeah, you got it. But you got to do the right things. You got to do the little things. or It's just not going to happen. And I love that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that tells you kind of where the priorities are, right? Yeah, we, we got to get there, but we've got to have the right guys to do it. So, you know, the talent's there, man. The wide receiver room, it's got it. You just got some guys who need to put it all together. So, uh, I saw a, a post where it said pre-Mario, our O-line was like 6'3 and a half, 280 pounds, or 290 pounds, I'm sorry, 290 pounds. That's right? not even a, that's not even D1. Almost, almost touching 6'4", like 6'3", and I think it was like a, a 7 eighths or whatever, 6'3", 3 quarter. It was something like that, but still 6'3". Yeah. 290 pounds. Post-Mario, it's 6'6", 315 pounds. <laughs> that's a massive difference 
you know, and then when you go and look at somebody like Francis, a Francis Malagoa, who's a true freshman, who's already broke a Miami record, not for the current class, the current team since Mario's been there, a Miami Hurricane record for most muscle and body mass on a athlete, on a football player. And then the number two guy is Samson Okanlola. Both of those dudes are 6'6", 335 pounds. And you're telling me that they have the best body mass, best weight, muscle to to weight. You've got to be shitting me, bro. In history, Miami Hurricane history. As soon as as you mentioned it, I started looking and I pulled this up when Mario was asked about Francis. And he mentions the greatest muscle, muscle density in Miami history. He asked about the six foot six, three hundred and forty-one pound Malagoa. His one point seven two ten yard split would have been the second fastest by all three hundred pound offensive linemen at the twenty-three combine, the NFL <laughs> freaking combine, and that guy weighed three hundred and two pounds. Francis that Francis that weighs him by forty pounds, and he's a true freshman, bro. <laughs> NFL scouts talking about, hey, is this guy who is that guy? Is he ready? Like, Dude, that's a true freshman. Yeah. But yeah. we're mixing up some Kool-Aid. I don't know if you know what you did. You you realize we oh, I'm starting we it. Oh, I'm, starting. I'm still adding sugar right now, but I'm stirring yeah. it. Shit, let's like, do it. Man. But I'm that's excited, my thing. You know, my, don't add yeah. work. That's my job. I'm just a fan. I ain't yeah. coaching. I it's just I'm just exactly. I'm gonna do my damn job. Y'all, y'all do do your thing on the field. But if you, but that's my thing, you know. I don't like Francis is going to have a huge part in this this oh, offense. Yeah. Then you get a guy like Ruben Bain, which I don't know if you've seen the picture that dude posted on Twitter. Buddy has tree trunks for legs. Oh yeah, I saw he's that. Another eighteen year old, yeah, fresh, true freshman. Yeah, who's, he's going to bro. He's yeah. going to push for starting time. Oh yeah. I mean, we could have potentially two. Freshman All Americans. Yeah, easily. On both sides of the ball in the trenches. Yeah. They're talking about why is Bane so explosive and then you see his lower body. <laughs> well, let me break it down. And then when yeah. you and it's hey, if we're gonna do it, let's do it. Because allow me to go ahead and say one more time, Mark Fletcher is I'm you I know you know this, but I'm telling y'all, man. And that helps these young guys. You got a potential. You talk about freshman All Americans. You got a potential. Have some guys. These dudes ain't coming just sit around. Mark Damn. Fletcher, Ray Ray, Malagoa, Damari Brown, Damari Brown, Damari. And, and just let me go ahead and say this. I'm not going to mention one guy. Just let me say the linebacker core. All right. Just there's there's three and a half. If yeah. You want to- just count Caleb Spencer the linebacker. Yeah, you just the freshman linebackers. I'm just going to throw them in as a whole group. That class is um, going to be it. Here's my favorite part about that is when you take, and we'll stick with linebackers since I just mentioned that, you take a group like that and then you take a guy like Wesley. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, now there's some push. Now, we know Wesley got, we know who he is, mm-hmm. but you you got to earn it. You got to keep it. You got to fight for it because these these cats ain't stay ain't sitting on the bench, nah, bro. That's not why no. they're here. I'm not I gonna be able to. Go, I ain't gonna be able to go to sleep tonight, man. You have done got me, I, bro. I, I've been counting minutes till the season starts. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll be, because we're knocking. 
that, that we're knocking on the door now. So like I, I'm I'm ready, ready. Yes, um, I mean, I was talking to somebody earlier, no. and I'll, I'll mention this. Y'all can screenshot this, you can say it, or whatever it is. Mark Fletcher will have his name in the Heisman runnings before he leaves the University of Miami. Yeah. I promise you that one. Yeah. That dude's work ethic would, bro, obviously we just spoke on the 23rd class. Mm-hmm. He will be running behind Francis and Simpson for the next three years minimum. Yeah, see, we ain't even touched on Samson. Yeah. Exactly. And they're not, we're not talking about Tommy Kinsler, who's 6'6", 335 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about Juan Manaya, who is, a, is committed to us right now, 6'6", 300 pounds. You know, we're not talking about Kevion Broussard, who we just got committed, who's 6'6", 330 pounds. You're looking, bro. I could run behind that line. <laughs> like, bro, we're talking about the, the seas parting. Yep. You know, like mm-hmm. finally. So, and I mean, obviously, you got to get here, put in the work. It's got to unfold for sure. Yeah, you get, you've got to do all that. But I have said uh, a million times how we just in the past we just haven't looked. I'm not talking about what you do on the field. I'm not talking about how things – you just – we need to step off the bus, right? We yeah. just don't look – we look different now. And one thing about Mario, and if you can go back and look and you can go check a few things, Mario said he's going to do something. He He's going to keep working until he gets there. We knew mm-hmm. when he got here, what's he going to do? He's going to revamp that old line. He's going to fix those trenches, and he's going to run the damn football. Mm-hmm. And now you look at you look at that running back room, and we talk Mark Fletcher because we're talking twenty three guys. And now you look at AJ Allen, you know you look yeah. at Bears coming back. Heaven forbid, Citizen is able to get to where he needs to be. I mean, you got a running back room all of a sudden, and now you've got you know transfer possibilities. Oh, I, I've got a strange, strange feeling that that transfer portal is going to be really good to Miami over the next couple of years. Uh, just Especially seeing that, like just, I can go run behind that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and what I like about this is we're talking size right now. Mm-hmm. You could flip the switch and go talk about the speed that we have on this team. You got somebody like Ray Ray who runs yeah. four three. And you mentioned Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson at running back, <laughs> running four three. You know, like uh, it, I mean, lights out. You got you got a linebacker who is probably the fastest guy on the team in Bobby Washington, running a 4'3", at 6'3", yeah. 225 pounds. That's a linebacker running a 4'3". He's the fastest dude on the team. Now, now you get all this speed coming out of the backfield, and then you got a linebacker that can catch him. Yeah. And we're not talking about corners. We're not talking about safeties. Yeah, we're, we're not. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, yeah. that's – that that's the culture change that we honestly yeah. we need. Now if the coaches can put it all together and do their jobs, you know, obviously scheme in and you know, and when, that, when you bro, talk about can... that culture change, you're talking about this as well, this mindset, mm-hmm. the way they do things. I don't know if you saw the interview with T V D and he was talking about uh, the whole competition they have over the summer as far as who catches the most balls off the jug machine and Ray Ray mm-hmm. won the whole thing. I mean just hands down, not oh, even close. Yeah. Out there before practice, during practice, oh, after practice, a freshman doing this stuff. No, they said he catches like five thousand balls off the jug machine a week. A yeah, week. Yeah, twenty thousand in a month, dude. 
Like, yeah. what the hell? We we struggle getting dudes to go out and catch one ball for the damn jug machine <laughs> playing around. I don't, think, like, I don't even think we had a jug machine until like, a couple of years ago. We had it. It was just sitting in the back with dust all over it. They thought it was a, they thought it was a pitching machine for baseball. <laughs> That's Man. what's wrong with baseball. Never mind. Forget <laughs> That's what I am doing. Stop it. Nah. But anyway, yeah, no, nah, man, exciting, man. It's exciting. It's what we're supposed to do, man. We get close to the season, right? And this is one reason I know one reason I feel of recruiting because it gets me through all that. And don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, recruiting never stops. And now we get down to the point of recruiting, right? Now we get into mm-hmm. get to the season. So it's time to talk a little bit, man. Get excited. You're not a fan if you don't get a little bit excited. You can be, you know, cautious and optimistic and all that good stuff. And but leave the rest of it to me. That's what I'm here for. I, I get you hyped up. It sounds like I got you hyped up tonight. Yeah, I'm ready. Well, we appreciate yep. everybody for tuning in, man. Yes, sir. Uh, great show tonight with Philip Wright out of Louisiana, 2025 wide receiver. Yeah, twenty-four wide receivers, and then we talked about the team. Um, so appreciate you guys. Make sure y'all please go hit that like button, go subscribe. Um, I will have something up next week where we will get more interactive with you guys on the timeline and stuff for us coming on the show. Um, we are like two weeks away, um, August thirty-first, or September first. I'm sorry, that August thirty-first is game eve, so. Um, We'll start doing previews as far as the games and stuff like that. Um, we appreciate y'all, man. Please go follow. Like I said, if you're on YouTube, hit the like button, hit subscribe. If you are able to check out YouTube, which is fine, uh, please go subscribe to the podcast. Go, you know, follow us there. Every one of our episodes from all over the Miami Flow brand all gets posted. Um, Spotify. Um, Podcast, Google Pod, like all of them, bro. So just, just type in Miami Flow Media or type in Sebastian Lane, Miami Mayhem, Maxed Out. Like type in any show's name and it all should pop up. Please go give us a uh, subscribe. Um, you know, we're trying to do a lot more. Obviously, now the season will be here. Um, so we appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Like I said, hit smash the like button. Follow me and Dave on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we'll be back next week with. With a couple more shows. As always, all about the U.